Welcome back to Ew That's Creepy, and it's officially a creepy cat summer. We are continuing our theme of county fair kidnappings, and today Jackie will be sharing the story of Jeremy Bright, a teenager last seen at the Coo County Fair. Although there were many rumors surrounding Jeremy's disappearance, there were very few leads. Please be aware that this episode discusses violence. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. We're here again talking about another county fair abduction story. I just went to the fair, guys, literally yesterday, and the whole time I was there, I was like on the lookout for anyone that seemed suspicious. I was doing my part. Anybody trying to get kids to do odd jobs, like get stuffed animals out of the back of their car? Nothing that I saw. Nothing that I saw, but I was on the lookout. Well, good. I'm glad there wasn't any suspects there lurking. I did see someone there, though, wearing a Crime Junkie shirt. It was (gasps) cute. Love that. I know. Shout out to Crime Junkies. Love them. The OGs. Right. Okay, so I'm going to be talking about the Coos County Fair in um, Myrtle Point, Oregon. Okay. Oh, I did Oklahoma. Oh. Close. So... The fair began in 1912. It's a big event in the summer, obviously. It showcases a lot of, like, agriculture and crafts and industry, local business, all that sort of thing. Love it. It, like, has stuff for all ages. You can exhibit your livestock there. (laughs) Yeah, it's, like, very country there's needlework, photography, arts, crafts. I'm giving you guys a layout of the land. I love crafts. Yeah. And so today, the Coos County Fair is across the street from Myrtle Point High School. So, I don't know if it's always been there, but that's where it is now. Okay. And on a map that I looked at of the place, it's pretty cool. There's an area for a horse arena and horse exercises and, like, horses in general. There's, like, a livestock barn and a livestock museum, it says. And then sheep, goats, rabbits, poultry, all that stuff. And then a building for arts and crafts and photos. And then another building for needlework. Jeez. A building for horticulture. And then there's the main stage and an area with bleachers. And then a carnival area with a concession stand. So, this place must be really large. Yeah, it sounds huge. Yeah, so you guys can imagine what it looked like in all your heads. That's what it looks like. What year is this? This um, happens in August of 1986, the story I'm about to tell. Okay. We're going to be talking about Jeremy Donald Bright. He was born on May 25th, 1972, so he was 14 years old in August of 1986. He was a popular, sports-loving teenager who was looking forward to starting high school in the fall in Grants Pass, Oregon. He was from Grants Pass, but his parents had just recently gone through a divorce, and I believe she moved to Grants Pass with his mom. So he still had friends and a lot of relatives and stuff in Myrtle Point, which is where the Coos County Fair is. Mm Mm-hmm. 
People said he was really creative and liked to draw in his spare time. And he played basketball and he was really good at it because he was pretty tall for his age. And so in August, when the fair was a week-long celebration, and I'm assuming he didn't have school, he decided to go and spend the week with his stepdad, who offered to take Jeremy and his younger sister, Esty, I believe is how you say her name. Um, the stepdad agreed to take them for the weekend so they could go to the fair. The stepdad did it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the stepdad's name is Ollie. So, yeah, very nice of him to offer to take the kids. Okay. But people did say that the divorce had an effect on Jeremy a little bit because his grades began to drop and he was always a pretty good student before that. But I don't think he was anything that was super concerning or he... It wasn't too much to worry about, so nothing like that. Okay. He was still looking forward to starting high school, so... I'm sure. Yeah. So, on Thursday, August 14th, to be exact, Jeremy had called his mom, Diane, from a payphone, which was outside of McKay's Market in Myrtle Point, and he said that he was... I think some reports, like, get the dates of these events a little mixed up between Thursday, August 14th, and Friday, August 15th. Okay. So some people say that he called his mom at 4.45 saying he was going to the fair. Other reports say that he called her at 4.45 saying he was at the fair and having fun. I don't think it matters too much, but regardless, he called his mom at 4.45 and basically said he was either at the fair or going to the fair and excited and all was well, and she told Jeremy that she would be in Myrtle Point in two days to pick him and his sister up. Okay. So, Esty, Jeremy's sister, said that uh, Jeremy went to the fair that day with Esty and a close friend of Jeremy's named Johnny Fish. I don't know if that's his real name. I don't know why some reports said that might not be his real name. I don't know. It sounds like it could be fake. Johnny yeah, Fish. they might try to be protecting someone. I don't know. But he went. And at some point, like, you know, Jeremy and Esty split up because that's what brothers and sisters do when they go to the fair. Jeremy and Johnny go one way, Esty another. Right. But they say they're going to meet back up later on eventually. So people at the fair did say that they saw Johnny and Jeremy hanging out together at the fair, walking around, as he said he would be. Okay. Five hours later, at 9.40 p.m., Jeremy showed up at a local local tavern that was owned by his grandma, and his stepdad, Ollie, was there. I think he had, like, just gotten off work or something, you know, throwing back some beers, hanging out, and Jeremy came in, and... <clears throat> Jesus Christ, what is in my throat? Are you okay? I don't know. So Jeremy meets Ollie. <laughs> Jeremy sits down with Ollie at the local tavern for a minute, they have a conversation for a while, and Jeremy asks Ollie for some money to go to the fair the next day. So, they chit-chat, everything seems normal, Ollie gives Jeremy the money, and Wait, wasn't he just at the fair, though? Yeah, but he wants to go the next day, because it's, like, the whole week. But where is his sister? He just left her at the fair? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know. I guess so. That's why some of these accounts are a little mixed up, because some say he was supposed to meet her 
his sister that night at the fair, but then a lot of other people say he was supposed to meet her the next day at the fair. Okay. I don't know. But at all accounts, he did show up at the tavern and talk to his dad and get money for when he said he was going to go to the fair again. Okay, gotcha. And then he left, and that was the last time anyone had ever saw him. When he left his stepdad at the tavern? Yeah. What? So, two days later, Diane, Jeremy's mom, arrived in Myrtle Point, as she had planned to do. She went to pick up Jeremy at Ollie's house, but he wasn't there. And Ollie said that Jeremy had never showed up, and he kind of just assumed that he had, like, crashed at a friend's house from being at the fair. Mm -hmm. He had went with Johnny. It might not have been, like, that shocking. But... Diane went and looked around and saw that where Jeremy had been staying, I think, in his room at his stepdad's, the TV was still on and his keys from his apartment in Grants Pass with his mom were there along with his wallet and a new watch that he had just bought, which he told his mom he was really excited about. Uh So basically all of his important belongings were in his room, but he wasn't there, so his mom was automatically concerned because she knew that he wouldn't leave without these things. Right. So, on Saturday night, so that was, like, Thursday and Friday, and Diane got there Saturday morning, so Saturday night. She was worried enough that she called the police, like, that night. At first, Sergeant Steve Dalton of the Coos County Sheriff's Department thought that Jeremy just ran away, because that's always just what police think when a kid doesn't show up. They just assume that the kid ran away. Of course. They'll be like seven, and the police will be like, I think he um, ran away with a classmate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, literally. He found a girlfriend and ran away. But, so they, they said that because he liked the fair a lot, that they thought that maybe he went and just basically became a carny. That's, like, what they thought, that maybe he just picked up and joined the fair. Why would they have any proof to believe that? He was just about to, like, start a new year of high school soon. Yeah, I have no idea, just because the simple fact that he liked the fair, but maybe because there wasn't anything else, but all of his family members, Jeremy's family and friends, knew that he wouldn't do that. He wasn't just going to pick up and go anywhere really, like, out on his own like that. There were a couple possible sightings of Jeremy in the local area in the days after his disappearance, but none of these were confirmed. They were all kind of just speculation. So on Sunday, August 17th, the fair left town. So that Saturday was the last day of the fair, and Sunday it left. And that was kind of like a lot of rumors began to swirl about Jeremy's disappearance, but there really weren't many leads. So there were just a lot of rumors, and I'm just going to talk about them. Okay. During the week of the fair, there were a lot of parties because it's the fair. So there were some rumors that Jer. Jerm. Sorry. (laughs) Jeremy. Sorry. There were some rumors that Jeremy attended one of these parties and was given a beer that was laced with some sort of illegal drug. And an investigator said that he found witnesses that said that Jeremy was at at least two parties that week. And it was possible that he died accidentally from an overdose. But... 
It was also, like, people said he had a heart murmur, which, we, like, maybe he had an illegal drug that caused his death, but okay. that still doesn't explain, you know, where his like, body what, would be. I was just going to Like, say I think normal teenagers would be scared, but I don't know police. if they'd, yeah, be able to dump a body and all that stuff. Very, I know what you did last summer. Very. So, an anonymous jail source told police a creepy and weird story. He said that there were three local teenagers who showed up and harassed Jeremy and a friend of his, or a few friends of his, while they were swimming in a local lake that was apparently right near the fair. And this jail source person told investigators that one of the people who was harassing Jeremy had a gun and began shooting at the boys just as target practice, I guess, to what? be an asshole. He said that Jeremy was shot and seriously wounded, and allegedly the teenagers took him to a local cabin in an attempt to either nurse him back to health or whatever, but the source said that Jeremy died from his wounds, so the teens buried his body in the woods near this cabin. Who is coming up with these rumors? These are all very, like, detailed, intricate stories. I have no idea, but allegedly the body was buried in a grave that was near the cabin somewhere. Police did go to wherever this cabin was in the surrounding area of the fair, and they were able to find a cabin, but they looked all around and didn't find a body, and I don't know, I don't believe they found any evidence. Okay. Authorities talked to Johnny Fish, his sister named Cecilia. She said that on the day after Jeremy's disappearance, it was uh, midnight, 1 a.m. around that time. She she and a friend were leaving, uh, I don't know if it was her apartment, but they were leaving someone's apartment when they ran into a neighborhood teenager who had blood all over his clothes and stuff, and they were pretty alarmed, so they just asked him, like, what happened? And he just laughed it off and kind of said, this happened hours ago, but didn't really give them an explanation. So the girls were just creeped out and kind of just, like, walked away. Yeah, they're like, okay, that's all I needed to know. Yeah, like, what? A half hour later, Johnny arrived at... I guess his other sister's apartment. He must have multiple sisters. And apparently he was shaking and terrified and really freaked out. But he refused to say what had happened and wouldn't give an explanation. But... Is this confirmed? Did his sister say this? Yeah, his sister okay. say this. And I in one article I read, I don't remember where it was, but his sister, I believe, said that he was saying something like... The sisters couldn't go near the windows or they were going to die. Something like that. Like, he was talking very odd and was acting really weird and, like, freaked out. But he wouldn't explain, like, what was happening. Okay, that's weird. So there were some rumors, but after three months of inactivity after Jeremy's disappearance, there wasn't a whole lot and... It was three months before the sheriff's department, like, the actual sheriff's department of the county was contacted and asked for help. So, let me just reiterate that. Like, by no means did the police do a very good job. And I don't mean that with any disrespect, but I think it's pretty obvious that 
They three didn't. months. Come yeah, before on. they turned it over to like the big guys, you know, like the people. I would say if uh, a fourteen-year-old boy was missing two weeks, maybe before I would turn it over, maybe a month, but three months. So if people wonder why the story doesn't have any end, that's probably why. So this is unsolved. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it is. Sorry. So they just, did they just, like, think for three months that he genuinely just ran away? Or they didn't even really, like, try and look into it? I'm not exactly sure. no one sure. just knows what um, they Yeah, did. I'm really not sure. Probably a mix of that and hearing all these rumors and maybe just hoping that something would pan out. But eventually... That's how I felt with my story last week with the main suspect when it was clear it was him. And for three years, they didn't convict him. I was like, well, how did you guys not know for three years it was him when it was, like, the same evidence it was back then? I know, right? So, police, Myrtle Point police, or I don't know if it's Myrtle Point police or, like, who's County Sheriff's Department at this point. But they do say that there are a couple suspects in the case, three or four I think, but they're not going to name them, you know, keep it under wraps. Okay. Well, not all of them, but some of them, they're named. So the person who was on the top of their suspect list, though, was named, and his name was Terry Steinhoff, and his cousin, David, was also a person of interest. Terry was actually a babysitter of Jeremy and his sister at one point. I don't know when, but I'm assuming when Jeremy and his sister lived in Myrtle Point when they were younger. But there were people at the fair, some accounts, that said they believed they saw Jeremy with Terry in a vehicle, like, late that night at the fair, after Jeremy had been seen in the tavern. So that would have been the last time that Jeremy was seen. Okay. And it was David, who Johnny's sister had seen that night, who was covered in blood shortly after Jeremy's disappearance. So, a little weird that their cousins in one is seen that night covered in blood, and the other is seen in a car with Jeremy. That's very, very interesting. And do you know what time it was when the one sister of Jeremy said that she saw him and he was all shaken up? Johnny, the friend, yeah, Johnny's sister, yeah, that must have been like maybe around the same time. I'd say that David, that the other sister ran into David, so probably around midnight or one, but I'd say after midnight. Okay, there's just like so much, like I feel like conflicting stories about this. It's so hard to keep it straight. I know. David had told, I think, police or whoever that he had blood on his shirt because he had gotten in a fight with a girlfriend. So, I mean, either way, that's still sus. Terry was actually sentenced to jail later on for the murder of another woman named Patricia Lynn Morris, who in the late 80s he killed. Yeesh. Terry died in prison in 2007 of a heroin overdose, but... He killed Patricia Lynn Morris by cutting her throat and stabbing her multiple times with a pocket knife. I think after she left a tavern and Terry tried to make an advance towards her and she denied him so he was disgusting and stabbed her and then I think threw her body over the road. I hate him. Yeah, and he was sentenced to a minimum of 10 years to life, maybe? I don't know, but he died in 2007 of a heroin overdose. Okay. 
Before his death, police did try to get him to open up to say really anything about the case, but he was not forthcoming. I They might have offered him maybe some sort of plea deal to tell them anything about Jeremy, but he never said anything. Sucks. Yeah. So they there was nothing with that? With him? No, not really from him, but... There's no bitch. Okay, keep going. There is one more thing, really, about the story, and then, sadly, it kind of ends after that. But there is, on Facebook, this, like, theory that I read, but it was posted. I couldn't find exactly who it was posted from. It was posted on a page about Jeremy's disappearance, and it was basically saying it was posted by a family member or a friend of either Jeremy's or Johnny's, somebody close to the people in the area and people involved in this case. Okay. In this theory, it just makes sense a little bit, so I'm going to tell it. It talked about Johnny Fish and how after what happened with Jeremy, he was just really destroyed and not okay. Mm -hmm. The post said that Johnny had allegedly passed in 2011 after a hard life drinking and doing drugs and that yeah turmoil in his life and let me just reiterate this is a facebook post though so if this isn't true no one came after me because i'll link the facebook post but this isn't me saying it but i'm gonna include it i mean nothing really has been true for a fact because he's not found so we can't confirm any of these accounts these are basically all just rumors you know yeah so yeah you're right but some people were like oh well obviously he would be destroyed after his best friend disappeared i'm sure it's just from the grief but other people said that his friends and family said that, like, the change in Johnny was kind of, like, that night, like, that night that Jeremy disappeared. He was just Mm -hmm. really, really acting weird. His sister said, yeah, when they saw him, that whole thing, he was, like, not right. This Facebook post said that Johnny's family tried to get him some help and, like, therapy and stuff. Wait, so the sister said that Johnny was acting weird, not Jeremy? Yeah, she saw... Oh, that was why earlier I was like... I thought you said Jeremy. That was why earlier I was like, wait, when did she see him then? No, I'm sorry. The friend... Yeah, Johnny, the friend that Jeremy went to the fair with, like his own sister saw him that night and just said he was acting weird. Okay, so now people are basically saying like... That much there's basically confirmed because like that's from like articles where they're interviewing the police about it like what i'm saying oh that was a facebook post so this is more speculation but that other stuff yeah where the sister said that johnny was like acting super freaked out she told that to police yeah okay and the stuff with terry the babysitter jeremy being seen in his car that was all told to police so i would say that's all more on the confirmed side and this is more on the i don't know but it makes sense side okay so yeah Johnny's family apparently tried to get him some help, and he was just so freaked out that people theorized that whatever happened to him was so dramatic that he either couldn't recall it because it was that traumatic, or he wouldn't say what happened. There was this rumor that once when Johnny was in town, because I think he like moved out of Oregon or whatever, but once when he came back and... I think he might have been a little off the rocker at this point. He got a ride from either a relative or a friend, and they were driving 
through the area and Johnny said if they find if they want to find Jeremy, they should look up there. And the person driving was just like, um, what? And Johnny like didn't say anything about it. So they said that friends of Johnny's and Jeremy's, I think, went in the area that Johnny like had mentioned when they were driving by and looked for a lot of stuff. And apparently found a bloody sleeping bag with wherever they looked, and they said they turned it over to police. I don't know. So, yeah. Okay. People believe that what could have happened that night, based on everything I just said, mm-hmm. was that Terry, David, and two other guys, I guess that were their friends, took Jeremy and Johnny out into the woods and did something horrible to them and victimized them in some sort of way. And that Jeremy threatened to tell his stepdad, Ollie, who the people believed would either, like, beat them up or snitch on them. Mm-hmm. And so they shot Jeremy and let Johnny go, but probably threatened him a lot. And this is kind of supported by the fact that, yeah, Johnny's sister saw him that night. Must have been pretty soon after he would have parted with Jeremy at the fair, and he was all freaked out. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, Cecilia, Johnny's sister, saw David covered in blood. And that informant at the very beginning said they were men who took two younger boys out to the lake and shot them and then buried their body in a cabin. So that kind of sounds like it could fit with what this little Facebook theory is thinking. So is all this alleging that Jeremy and Johnny were more than friends? No, 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 like I know what this is all alleging, but part of me was thinking like when they said that they took them out and did this, like what I thought for a minute, like maybe was that the reason why? Like, no, I think they were because they're just older and rude and mean, horrible people. I would assume since. Terry ended up killing another woman, he is probably just... A ruthless bully. Yeah, and I don't know in what way they're saying they victimized them. Like, Johnny never said anything to anybody, really, about this, which, I mean, that would be weird in general, because if it wasn't true, why would you not just say, no, that never happened? Yeah. But... It's weird that, yeah, Jeremy was definitely, from what people say, with Terry in a car that night, and David had blood on him, and Johnny was acting super weird, and that informant from the beginning in jail somehow said that, yeah, that specifically a group of guys took Jeremy and another boy into the woods and shot at them or like was yeah, harassing that them. That is what he said. Yeah, it was like harassing them and stuff like that. So I don't know if they beat them up and then Jeremy was just like, I'm gonna tell my dad if you don't like stop okay. beating me up and then For, they freaked and just they probably okay. shot Jeremy and Johnny either just ran away or they just said like beat it. Okay. For a minute when you said victimized and stuff, I thought you meant like in like a sexual way. But I don't know if they did. I don't know. Okay. I don't think anybody will ever know. But clearly they were definitely like being violent, that's for sure. Yeah, so it just seems like kind of it could be true. It just seems like that little Facebook theory is putting all the puzzle pieces together in like a plausible way. 
That could be true, but it's also all speculation. That's interesting, but yeah, it cannot be confirmed, but that is interesting. Yeah. They searched a lot, but Jeremy's family does believe that he is dead, and they held a memorial service in August 2011 on the 25th anniversary of his disappearance, mourning his death. That's horrible. Right? Really, really sad. Yeah, Terry died in prison. Uh, Jeremy's stepfather, Ollie, died in 2003 at 66. And a good amount of Jeremy's family passed away. And a good amount of his friends passed away. Yeah, Johnny passed away. A lot of people connected with this case passed away, which is really sad. That is sad. So, I don't know if there will ever be an answer. There were other rumors that he died while swimming in the river. That apparently is this river. It is kind of weird that these rumors... Rumors keep coming back to him being at this river with, like, either swimming in it or the men harassing him there. I don't know how all these rumors are really starting, but I will say... psychic there. Right? I will post progression pictures of Jeremy just in case he's still out there. Police are still, obviously, searching. Mm -hmm. When he disappeared, Jeremy was 14 years old. He weighed 140 pounds and was 6 foot tall. He was last seen wearing a red tank top with a black windbreaker jacket, blue nylon shorts, and black Nike sneakers with red laces. He was six foot tall at 14. Yeah, which is why he's so good at basketball. Oh, wow. He was a white male with brown hair and green eyes. His left index finger was broken at the time of his disappearance. He has scars on his forehead and nose and a mole on his chin in a size 13 shoe. Okay. So, as sad as it is, that is where the story ends, and people still are looking for Jeremy, but as sad as it also is, it seems like whatever happened to him, the answers would be linked to the fair. It was the last place he was seen. He was in the car at the fair, or around the fair, with Terry, which is so sus, like, it's but just like, something had to have happened with that, in my right. opinion. And someone else could at least confirm, like, if maybe someone else could remember, or people could say, oh, yeah, I did see them, like... Yeah, he had to point what missing Thursday night going into Friday, because regardless, he was supposed to do things Friday with his sister, and never was there, so yeah. I, don't, I don't think he, like, came home or anything like that and, like, went missing Friday morning. I think it was Thursday night after the fair. And it is really sad because they say they went with four boys to... These rumors say that there were, like, four men who did this, killed Jeremy, allegedly. So if that is true, there are two others out there who should know. And I don't know whatever happened to David, Terry's cousin, but he might be out there, too, and have answers. Can at least, like, explain away the rumors. He could still come forward. Yeah, you're so right. Yeah. So, sadly, that is where that story ends. It's really sad. It is sad, and it's frustrating doing these ones, but at the same time, I feel like we still need to bring awareness to them, because it's not only one, like you said, I mean... He could still be out there. I was just going to say, one, he could still be out there, and two, if they're not out there, and the same thing with the last week's case, if they're not out there, 
then we can still find remains with DNA evidence that mm-hmm. can link it. And maybe with those remains, it would be obvious what happened. Or even just more circumstantial evidence. Like, mm-hmm. either just people hear about this and, I don't know, maybe someone was young that night and now remembers, like, oh, I thought I saw something weird at the fair that night mm-hmm. and I think I was there, but I was too young, but now it's weird. Like, you never know what one little tidbit can do, so. Yeah. You always gotta tell them there's still hope. There's never, hope is never lost that it can't get solved. So true. That's sad, though. It is sad. my heart. Mine, too, but I tell it. Well, thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys are still having a fun, kick-ass summer. Remember, have a kick, hags. Have a kick-ass summer. Hags, everybody. (laughs) We'll try to do something that's more like paranormal, maybe. Something not as heartbreaking next time. Yeah, let's do something spooky, because... Those were sad doing unsolved and stuff at the fair. <laughs> they were sad, but sorry. But maybe the <laughs> episodes can help revive them. Exactly. Exactly. So thanks for listening, guys. We love you. Have, oh, God. Hope you guys are being safe this summer. Stay safe, and we'll see you guys next time. Woo. Bye. Bye. Hugs. Want to creep on us? Follow us on social media at Ew, that's creepy podcast, or send us an email at ew, that's creepy podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, creepy cats.